UGA Football News presents today's sports report. On today's sports report, we'll talk about University of Georgia football and more. And now, here's your host of today's sports report, Chris Hall. Hey guys, good to have you with us today and welcome to today's sports report, a presentation of UGA Football News on Facebook and Instagram. On our program today, we'll uh, hear from uh, Georgia head coach Kirby Smart on the upcoming season and how Georgia handles those NIL deals for its players. Very important uh, topics, and we'll hear from Coach Smart in just a moment. Also, we'll be uh, looking at the latest in UGA football news. We'll be looking at the recruiting uh, trail and some other news notes about University of Georgia football. Mike Farrell from Mike Farrell Sports and Rusty Manziel from 247sports.com will join us to discuss whether or not Arch Manning is really a five-star quarterback. Of course, um, the University of Georgia went after Arch Manning, trying to sign him to the 2023 recruiting class. Arch Manning decided to sign with the University of Texas. Well, is Arch Manning really all that he is cracked up to be? We'll have a very interesting discussion with Mike Farrell and uh, also with Rusty Manziel. Also later in the program, Coach Mark Rick, former University of Georgia football coach, very beloved by all of the UGA world, UGA nation. Coach Rick will remind us of what really is important in life. Hey guys, hang on, this is gonna be a good program. Well, let's start our program by uh, first of all, hearing from uh, University of Georgia head football coach Kirby Smart. Uh, Recently, Coach Smart went to the podium at the SEC Media Days. He stepped there to talk about uh, many subjects concerning the University of Georgia. He answered a lot of very good questions, and he uh, did very well on the SEC Media Day when uh, Coach Smart was asked to uh, answer all of these questions. Coach Smart did a great job. We wanted to share with you just some of the things that Coach Smart had to say. First of all, uh, Coach Smart will talk about in this coming in this coming college football season, will the University of Georgia be the hunted, or will UGA be the hunter mm, in the upcoming uh, football season? Also, Coach uh, Smart then addresses how the UGA is handling the NIL situation in college football—a very important subject. So let's hear from Coach Kirby Smart. With the team that we have coming back, I, I, I've been around, done the rounds this morning. I'll bet you at least. 50 people have asked me the question, so feel free when we open up for questions to ask me the concern there is for complacency. That does not concern me in the least, because to be complacent, you have to have done something and achieved something. The men on this team for this season have not done that. They have not. We had 15 players that are now gone to NFL camps or draft picks, they're gone. And we have some returning players, but they're hungry as ever. People have asked the question, how does it feel to be hunted? We will not be hunted at the University of Georgia. I can promise you that. The hunting that we do will be done from us going the other direction. You know, the NIL program we have in place, we have a Classic City Collective run by Matt Hibbs who does a tremendous job. It's built on being sustainable because I don't think what's going on in college football right now at some places is sustainable, meaning can you do that year in and year out and repeat that? Can you honor the commitment that some people are trying to make to kids to get them to go to their school. It's just, it's, it's not good for college football what's out there. What is good 
is NIL is good on the basis of what NIL is based on, okay? For Dan Jackson to be a walk-on from Gainesville, Georgia, and come in and get an opportunity to earn money for his education, that is good. For a young man that has a father that's on dialysis down in South Georgia, and he can't support his father unless he goes back home and works or he gets NIL, that is good. We have 95 players right now with NIL deals that are on our roster. That's incredible, the depth of that. There's so much good there. It's the guardrails, it's the parameters that we need to protect our game. And not only protect our game, guys, it's protect young men. Okay, because for you know a young man to, uh, we, we may have had the, the highest paid defensive lineman last year in the NIL in Jordan Davis. We have the highest paid uh, tight end in Brock Bowers in terms of NIL. Keely Ringo, I would argue, is probably one of the highest paid uh, corners there is in NIL. So NIL can be a good thing, and they can learn to manage money at a young age. But to use it as inducement to get a young man to go to your school is not good for anybody or the game. I don't have the answer for how to guardrail that. But NIL has been good to Georgia, and it's been good to our players, and it'll continue to be. Good words from Coach Kirby Smart uh, from SEC Media Days as he talks about Georgia being the hunter instead of being the hunted. Of course, Georgia, the uh, returning national champions in college football. And, uh, you know, when you're, when you're the on top, when you're the champ, people go after you. You have a target on your back. I love what uh, Coach Kirby Smart had to say. Hey, we're not going to hide in the corner. We're not going to be the hunted. We're not going to be the ones with the targets on our back. We're going to be the hunters. We're going to go after it. I love Coach Smart, and uh, he's a good football coach. And, of course, uh, the NIL situation, a big deal in college football, really reshaping in a lot of ways what's happening in college football these days. And Coach Smart uh, had a good take on that and how the University of Georgia is handling, in my humble opinion, the NIL situation in a very good, very smart way, and pardon the pun, a very smart way for uh, Georgia to sustain it throughout uh, the coming years. Well, let's take a look at the, la- the some of the latest in the football news from the University of Georgia. The University of Georgia and Coach Kirby Smart, speaking of Coach Smart, have agreed to a contract extension uh, through the 2031 season. Under the new agreement, Smart's annual base salary and supplemental compensation for the upcoming 2022 season will be $10,250,000. The contract includes annual increases culminating at $12,250,000 for the 2031 season. The total contract is worth around $112.5 million over the next 10 years. Uh, Coach Smart's salary now is among the highest of head coaches in college football. And Coach Smart is ahead even now of Alabama's Nick Saban and Texas A&M's Jimbo Fisher and as well as he ought to be. You go, Coach Smart. We love you. You keep winning, we'll keep uh, we'll, we'll we'll keep bread on on the table for you, okay? <laughs> Playmaking linebacker Troy Bowles is the latest elite linebacker to commit to Kirby Smart and the University of Georgia. Bowles committed to uh, Georgia football over Oklahoma and Ohio State as well he should. Uh, Troy Bowles is ranked as a four-star recruit. He's one of the best linebackers in the class of 2023. Bowles, who is the son of Tampa Bay Buccaneers head coach Todd Bowles, is ranked as the number 44 recruit in the country. 
The talented inside linebacker is not far, recruiting services say, from being a five-star prospect. Bowles plays high school at uh, Tampa Jesuit in Tampa, Florida. He's six foot one, 205 pounds. He's a good linebacker, the number 44 recruit in the class of 2023. Georgia also landed a major commitment this week as defensive tackle Jamal Jarrett announced his uh, decision to play for the University of Georgia on his 17th birthday. Uh, Jarrett uh, chose uh, Georgia over North Carolina, Auburn, and uh, 24 other schools. The six-foot-five, 358-pound prospect took official visits to North Carolina, Auburn, and Georgia. He says Athens stands out. And he loves UGA. So welcome aboard, Jamal Jarrett. And some are saying he's going to be a future Jordan Davis type player for the University of Georgia. And if that's true, we got a somebody. And also, Georgia football recruiting target Keldon Smith has announced his commitment details. He's an offensive lineman and guard from Columbus, Georgia. Smith says he's going to announce uh, his uh, commitment on Friday, July 22nd at 5 p.m. Uh, finalists include Georgia, Florida State, LSU, and Texas A&M. Uh, Keldon Smith is ranked the number 270th overall player in 2023. He is the number 12 ranked interior offensive lineman. So uh, Keldon Smith, he's going to say, hey, I want to go to UGA too. Uh, that, that's our hope anyway, that that is what, what will happen. Georgia football recruiting target Jonel Aguero has made his commitment uh, announcement uh, details. He's uh, announced the, when he's going to make a commitment. Aguero is from Lynn, Massachusetts. He's a defensive back and safety. And he says he's going to make his commitment on Saturday, July 23rd. His finalists include Georgia, Miami, Ohio State, and Florida. Well, pro football uh, this past week, Pro Football Focus released its, uh, released its list of the top 25 tight ends in college football for the 2022 season. And to say that Georgia dominated the list would be an understatement. Georgia tight ends Brock Bowers, Arik Gilbert, and Darnell Washington occupy the number one, the number three, and the number 14 spots in the top 25 tight ends in college football for this coming season. Brock Bowers, of course, will be a sophomore uh, this coming season. He uh, was surely America's top tight end at the end of 2021. He was uh, Georgia's biggest offensive weapon last season. Bowers uh, reeling in 56 catches for, four, uh, for 882 yards. 13 receiving touchdowns and one rushing touchdown en route to being named a member of the Associated Press and coaches all SEC first team is 13 receiving uh, touchdowns are a single, se single season record for University of Georgia uh, as far as tight ends are concerned. And uh, he was also named the SEC freshman of the year. So congratulations to these guys being named uh, to the list of uh, top 25 tight ends in America. Brock Bowers, Rick Gilbert, and Darnell Washington. The tight end room at the University of Georgia is pretty tight and pretty tough. Well, Georgia is uh, widely considered a top five team going into 2021. And most have Georgia 
as a number three team behind Alabama and Ohio State as far as publications are concerned and things like that. Well, according to Athlon Sports, the University of Georgia is the number three team in the country going into uh, the 2022 season. Athlon predicts that uh, Georgia will make their sixth consecutive New Year's Six Bowl and uh, play Ohio State in the college football playoff semifinal at the Peach Bowl as the number one overall seed. However, Athlon Sports projects that Ohio State will beat the University of Georgia and the Buckeyes then will go on to face Alabama in the college football uh, playoff national championship. We beg to differ. No way. Not going to happen. Georgia's going to get us another natty. You know, I don't really like that natty thing. (laughs) Georgia's going to get us another national championship in 2022. Why not? Well, uh, the Sporting News has named three Georgia players. Defensive tackle Jalen Carter, cornerback Keely Ringo, and tight end Brock Bowers to its 2022 preseason All-American team. Carter and Ringo were included in the outlet's 26-man first team squad. Bowers was named to the second team. Seriously, you got a you got a tight end ahead of Brock Bowers as an All-American? I beg to differ. Don't think so, no sir. ESPN released its first first full version of the 2022 preseason FPI Football Power Index. They say Georgia is the number three ranked team in the country. That's all you hear these days from these guys. Alabama, Ohio State, and Georgia. Well, we'll see when all is said and done. Uh, ESPN says that Georgia has a 91.5% chance to win its opening game against Oregon. And ESPN has Georgia as a a heavy favorite in all of its regular season games coming up in the 2022 season. they have Georgia making the playoffs, but of course, they have Georgia not making it to the national championship trophy again for this year. Uh, ESPN says Alabama's going to do it. We don't think so. We don't think so. We think Georgia's got enough to do it again one more time. Let's do it again. Athlon Sports uh, says that Georgia has some trap games for the coming 2022 season. That is games that Georgia might lose, games they should win. Some trap games, some surprise games. Athlon Sports says that Georgia has two trap games that it can see. On November 12th, Georgia travels to Mississippi State. They go to Starkville to play Mike Leach and the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Athlon Sports says, Georgia, you better watch out. That's a game you should win, but you may not in that venue at Mississippi State. Also, Athlon Sports says that Georgia better watch out. For the night, uh, November 19th, a matchup against Kentucky. Uh, the Athlon Sports says Kentucky could pull the upset when Georgia travels to Lexington. Well, we don't think so, but we'll have to wait and see. Georgia tight end Brock Bowers, defensive tackle Jalen Carter were named as two of the top 10 SEC players entering into the 2022 season. The players selected were voted on in a poll of 17 experts who cover the conference for USA Today Sports Network. Bowers was named the third best player in the conference with 97 points, including one first place uh, vote. Carter came in fourth with 88 points. The Bulldogs uh, duo trailed only Alabama linebacker Will Anderson and uh, Alabama quarterback Bryce Young. 
Georgia quarterback Stetson Bennett has been named to the Davy O'Brien Award watch list. The award is given annually by the Davy O'Brien Foundation to the nation's top quarterback. 35 quarterbacks in total were named to, the, to this year's watch list. That includes Alabama's Bryce Young, Miami's Tyler Van Dyke, USC's Caleb Williams, and Arkansas's K.J. Jefferson. Of course, Georgia will take on Oregon in the first game of the season on September the 3rd. That game has now been officially called a sellout. Uh, All the seats have been sold, so if you don't have a ticket to get in, you can join me on the couch and we'll watch that game on television. Oregon and Georgia, September the 3rd. That's when the season for Georgia will kick off. The Bulldogs are currently a a 17-and-a-half point favorite to win the game against Oregon. That's just some of the latest news from UGA football, the world of our Bulldogs. Let's take a break. We'll have some more stuff coming up in just a moment on today's Sports Report. Don't go away. We'll be back in just a moment with more of today's Sports Report. UGA Football News on Facebook and Instagram is your one-stop source for the latest information on UGA football and more. Our team includes Champ Bailey, former UGA great, college football Hall of Famer, and pro football Hall of Famer. Chris Burgett, former UGA player and marketing, internet, and website specialist. Chris Hall, longtime UGA fan and broadcast podcast specialist. M.H., who built UGA Football News on Facebook and Instagram into the giant media platform it is today. Kevin McRae, business expert. Daniel Bailey, project and event manager. Cassie Wright, photographer. Wesley Wright, retail and merchandising expert. What a lineup. This team produces. If you're interested in our team working for you and your business, contact us at UGAFBNews.com at gmail.com. That's UGAFBnews at gmail.com. UGA Football News on Facebook and Instagram. Go dogs! Thank you for joining us and welcome back to today's Sports Report. Yes, sir. It's good to have you with us on our program today as uh, we talk about University of Georgia football and more. Well, of course, Georgia lost the recruiting battle for Arch Manning. Arch Manning, the number one uh, rated uh, uh, football recruit for the 2023 season, decided for some unexplicable reason to sign with the University of Texas. And, of course, Arch Manning is the number one recruit in the 2023 uh, recruiting season. A highly thought-of quarterback, rated as a legitimate five-star quarterback, uh, generally seen as just a a generational uh, star quarterback. But is he? Recently, Mike Farrell from Mike Farrell Sports, our good buddies, kind of stirred the pot when he had this to say about whether or not Arch Manning is a legitimate five-star quarterback. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not disparaging Arch Manning and his talents. I'm saying this, having been in this industry for a billion years, I know if his film was sent to everybody under Arch Smith or... Uh, Justin Davis or any other name than Manning he would not be a five star sorry Uh, just based on the level of competition what I've seen the playoff game 
There's not enough of a sample size to go further than that. Uh, now, does that mean he's a five star in my book? I don't know yet because the Manning name is important. It means something. There's no lack of success in the Manning world. But my point is, you send this to, to scouts blindly, uh, they're going to tell you three stars. Maybe if he has no offers, if they send this to you and say he's got no offers, just, you might get two. That's life. I just know how this works. Okay, so Mike Farrell says, "I listen, and he, Mike has been around for a long time. He's a great recruiting analyst, uh, formerly of Rivals.com. Now out on his own, he is the self-proclaimed godfather of college football recruiting. He knows his stuff. And Mike Farrell says, look, I've, I've looked at the tapes. I've studied the guy. I just don't see it. I just don't see it. I can't get beyond his, his name. I, he understands how important the Manning name is. But is Arch Manning really a legitimate five-star quarterback? Now, you know, t- in talking with Mike, he says, look, he could be. He could very well be a five-star quarterback. But from what I've seen, I just don't see it, according to Mike Farrell. Well, it's kind of interesting. Uh, on a recent podcast I had with Rusty Mansell from 247 Sports about uh, Arch Manning and uh, the high quarterback rating for Arch Manning, here's what Rusty Manzel had to say on the subject. By the way, Arch Manning had a 1,000 rating. A 1.0, yeah. A 1.0 rating. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, 1.0 yeah. rating. How do you – and there's only, what, been three quarterbacks that have, have had a – or three players that have, yeah. uh, have had a 1.0 yeah, rating. How, how do you get that? How do you, how do you get that? I mean, that's super a, elite. That's super elite. That? that that listen. The the one thing I kind of distance myself from the last couple of years is the rankings, and it's a it's a hard deal to do. It's hard to do rankings and have relationships with the players uh, because it, you know it gets kind of personal at times. So you know, I backed off of those things, but I've sat in those rooms, I've sat in those calls, and for for him to have such a high rating. Uh, he had to check every box for everybody in the room. And listen, I'm telling you now, he, you know, I've seen him in person at a Georgia game. And I've never seen him throw or anything like that. But he's a lot bigger in person than you think he is. I'm 6'2". I mean, he was he was 6'3 and a half, legit, when he walked by me. And I was like, man, he's bigger than I thought he was. And he's got a big arm. Now, he's not playing the greatest competition. So that's going to be questions he'll answer later. But, you know, if you sit in that room and you give Arch Manning that rating, on that ranking committee, he had to be unanimous, and he had to check every box for those guys. Yeah, so uh, we're, we're going to see Arch Manning. In fact, I saw a report the other day that it is projected Arch Manning may redshirt for the uh, his freshman season. So anyway, we'll, we'll see. A lot of buzz, of course, about Arch Manning. Georgia really wanted him, and I would have loved to have seen him sign with the University of Georgia. But there's some questions now being raised as to the uh, legitimacy of Arch Manning being a five-star quarterback. And, hey, listen, uh, the University of Georgia has a pretty impressive quarterback room itself. Uh, So let's don't uh, discount that. Brock Vandergriff, Carson Beck, uh, all of those guys, Gunnar Stockton, uh, he was backing up uh, Stetson Bennett. Uh, that, that's pretty stellar. That's pretty stout uh, quarterback room. It would be the envy, and I'm sure it is the envy of uh, many college football uh, programs around the nation to have those guys sitting in the quarterback room. So we'll just have to wait and see if, if indeed Arch Manning is all that he is cracked up to be. 
You know, we love uh, college football sports. I've been a sports man, a fan, a University of Georgia football fan for many, many years. But you know, sports is not all there is to life. Finally on our program today, Coach Mark Rick, and we love Coach Rick, beloved uh, former uh, coach for the University of Georgia. Coach Mark Rick has had some uh, health issues in the recent years. He's dealing with Parkinson disease. He's had a knee replacement, and he had a major heart attack some uh, time ago, some years ago. And uh, Coach Mark Rick, uh, just absolutely wonderful man, recently appeared on the Family Goals podcast. Now, I would encourage you to check that out on Apple Podcast, the Family Goals podcast. It features former University of Georgia great David Pollack. Of course, he's with the ESPN now, the SEC uh, Network. David Pollack, a college football Hall of Famer, great man, and his pastor, Pastor P., And they have this uh, podcast called the Family Goals Podcast. Well, recently on that podcast, Coach Rick talked about his experience after he had his heart attack some uh, years ago. And we just wanted to share that with you. It's a little reminder that there are things that are more important than life than even, yes, college football. Here's Coach Rick, and he talks about his experience after having a serious heart attack. So I'm laying there on the table, conscious as they're putting three stents into my Widowmaker and then uh, one stent into another artery, two 100% blocked, as it turned out. And I'm laying there with my eyes closed and I could feel the lights through my eyelids uh, in the operating table. And I, I hear this voice saying, Coach, what are you feeling? And I'm like, well, my left arm went numb and I can't breathe. And then then my right arm, then my right leg, then my right left leg. Then, coach, what are you feeling? My head and my my eyes are uh, are going numb, and, and it was kind of like the lights went out. Uh, I, I went numb. Uh, I, I really it was pitch black dark, and uh, I'm thinking this is it. And um, so, I guess the the. The main thing about this story is when I was in that last moment that I felt like, you know, I was about to die, I felt this overwhelming sense of peace uh, that I knew where I was going, that, that uh, not only was I peaceful, I was excited. I remember, I remember saying in my spirit, you know, here I come Jesus, you know, fired up, ready to go. And um, so, um, you know, that decision I made in 1986 to receive Christ was real and I, I never doubted it. And I want to make something clear, too, that, you know, if you're at the moment of truth, you think you're about to die and you're scared of dying, it doesn't mean you're not a believer by any means. But but I felt that sense of peace. And it was almost an out-of-body experience. I'm, in my spirit, I'm, I'm feeling this sense of peace. And in the distance, I could hear my body gasping for air. You know, God designs our bodies to want to live, you know. But, but in my spirit, I was ready to go. And then I heard, wake up. And I didn't know if it was Jesus or Satan. <laughs> <laughs> and it was actually the nurse. But, uh, neither, neither. <laughs> and so uh, I woke up. But I, you know, I left that experience um, very, very thankful. Not so much that God spared my life at that moment. It was just the, the peace that I felt that that I knew it was real. I knew where I was going, and and that's the point. Also, I wanted to make was when you get to that point in your life where you think it's the end. There's only one thing that's important. And that's where you're going to go. And I knew where I was going, and it was going to be an awesome place. And uh, 
I was just so thankful for that. I already, I already wanted to tell people about Jesus. I already wanted to tell people about Jesus, but uh, it just multiplied after that day. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you, Coach Rick. I tell you, what a great man. Coach Mark Rick, we love him, appreciate him, and uh, I would encourage you to continue to pray for Coach Rick. He did a great job for the University of Georgia, had such an influence on so many lives of his former players and even beyond those players to the lives of many, many people. Coach Mark Rigg. Indeed. Well, that's going to wrap up our program for today. Today's sports report is a presentation of UGA Football News on Facebook and Instagram. Hey, we got a beautiful website. Check it out. It's UGAFBNews.com. That's UGAFBNews.com. Our podcast can be found on all major podcast platforms. Just Google us. And you'll find us somewhere, and you'll find some of our previous programs as well. And, uh, in fact, you can go today's, to uh, todaysportsreport.com. That's to uh, todaysportsreport.com, and you'll find all of our podcasts there. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us. This is Chris Hall, host of Today's Sports Report. Thank you for joining us today. And as always, we end our program with those two wonderful words. We can't wait to hear them in a full stadium this coming fall. Go dogs! Thank you for joining us for this edition of today's Sports Report. Be sure to join us for our next program as we keep you up to date with University of Georgia football and more. Until then, be safe and go dogs!